This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. My guest today is Liz Migliaccio. Liz is a performer, yoga instructor, and baker living in Brooklyn. Liz speaks to me about the constant state of change her life has been in in the past three years and how that all started when she broke up with James. James was actually on the previous episode of this podcast, so feel free to go back and listen to that first, or check it out after. This is Liz's story. Hey Liz, thanks for being here today. Hey, thank you, Brian. How's everything going in your day? It's good. Actually, I had I swapped I had today off because I swapped shifts, so I had the whole day off. I hung out with Anna. Okay. Did some yoga. Rearranged my room. Got a lemon tree. Feeling good about it. You got a lemon tree? Mm-hmm. Like one of the little ones that you could buy now? No, it's five like, feet. Whoa. I know. She's going to fruit soon. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to make lemon meringue pies. in your like, yeah. apartment? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, I got it so it can be like my pet. <laughs> yeah, like you don't yeah. want a cat or something. You just no. want a lemon tree. It's named Beyonce. We're getting along great. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. Lemonade, Beyonce. Yeah, for I sure. Get it. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so what uh, did you want? to talk about today uh well i guess uh you i think uh one of my people have been on your show before uh yes james quo jimmy quo as his friends call him but i guess like so i guess uh i'll start he, he uh, i'll start there because in general like when you talk about love like he was the first thing that i loved so that's where you start you know yeah yeah i guess and so you two dated for four you met for a while and met at a somewhat young age Mm -hmm. i was 22 he was 23 i like it's actually a joke i constantly forget his age (laughs) i can't ever tell you his age i think he's 29 or 30 right he's 30 (laughs) he's 30 okay (laughs) Okay. yeah so you met early on and then dated for four-ish years yeah four-ish years over that yeah and then things ended. And then things ended. But we're still really, really good friends. He, I consider him my best friend and the you know, like only person. Like, he's someone I feel completely comfortable around yeah. to be myself. But you're not together anymore. But we're not together anymore. Yeah. And what, when you, because I know that's something like he, when he talked about that on the show, you know, he mentioned that it was like a tough thing for both of you, it felt like. And it felt like as close as the two of you were you were like struggling with relationship things mm-hmm. but then you were also kind of dealing with some other stuff that sort of led to the breakup I feel like yeah there was so I guess uh we met working together we started uh working at the same on the same day at a show called the Colbert Report and uh we became really good friends because we just started you know you it's like you're the person who's like okay we both don't know what we're doing here let's yeah. like try to figure it I out that person at my yeah. first internship exactly you yeah. like have each other's backs and uh so we became really really good friends through that and then uh actually we were, i was talking to james like the other day we were talking about like how i didn't i had like a still had like a flip phone uh, yeah. and not an iphone like everybody else and uh, i got an iphone for christmas that year and like the only person i wanted to text was james and that's when like i realized like oh my god i have a crush on somebody <laughs> Yeah, it took yeah. technology to tell you, to that, like, you like, two, that you had a crush on him. Yeah, like Christmas morning, like my dad had gotten me an iPhone and I like opened it up and I like ignored everyone for the rest of the holiday so that I could like text James and be like, hi. That's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, it was stupid cute. But like, and that's the thing, like I was so against being cute. I was so against relationships. I was 22 years old. Uh, James is the first relationship I've ever been in. The first person that I did pretty much everything with. Like he was like like that guy. But uh, yeah, I I like 
he jokes like the first time he held my hand, I ran across the street. I almost got hit by traffic. Uh, the first time he told me I loved he loved me, I got on a train. The doors closed and I, I got away. <laughs> like I, those things of just being like this isn't like I refused to celebrate Valentine's Day with him. So like we did it a couple days early where we watched Die Hard and he, we ordered pizza because they were like the least sexiest things you could do. <laughs> uh, he like cut yeah, off are a we bunch watch of a romantic roses. movie. No, no, it's gonna be. I wanted nothing action. romance. Like I, which is funny because like. Since then, I've realized that, like, in fact, I'm probably, like, even if it, it's not, like, through what seems to be romantic things, I've, I think I'm an incredibly, like, passionate person. Yeah. Um, but. It just, it's not something that comes out in, like, romantic gestures. No. Yeah. It comes out in, like, what seems to be very needy. But it's more passion, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. like, a fine line. There's a fine line. Like... I think it's a very fine line. <laughs> People might see it as needy. I think it's, like, I just want to give you everything because I think you're so perfect. That kind of Yeah, it's just idea. you having these strong feelings mm-hmm. about people in the world and being, yeah. like, hey, you're great. I want to do things for yeah. you. And I have those same feelings about, like, uh, TV shows and, like, other things. Like, I'm just passionate, yeah, you know, about just... food. Like, I... I'll do anything for a fucking radish, you know, like anything, like these <laughs> kind of, of like <laughs> radishes are radish. cool. I stand by it. <laughs> uh, radishes and pie are like the two things okay. that I just think are great. But uh, yeah. And so I think James was like really integral in teaching me a lot about like how I love, which is cool. Yeah. So you kind of were able to put all that passion into a person, mm-hmm. which is probably something that like felt nice yeah. for a while. Yeah. It felt good. It felt like it. So like James and I's relationship was, I think, uh, it was for, I mean, it was new. Everything was new to me. So yeah. we dated for four years. That's a long time to be with somebody. And we worked together for the almost the entirety of it. Wow. Um, and so I was unhappy at the job, to be honest. And I was like, uh, I think like that caused a little bit of drama. It was like how like I perceived like being at the job and like the fact that the job was not something that I liked to do. And I like he was doing stuff that he wanted to do. And I was like, always sad about that. But he was very supportive and yeah, so there's part of you that was like doing this thing that I feel like working at the Colbert Report is something that an outsider would be like, that's a cool job. Mm-hmm. And you probably like felt this almost like obligation to feel like what you were doing was cool. Not that it, was, it feels right. like you still enjoyed it, but yeah. it was like there was some part of you that was like, this isn't what I ultimately want yeah. to do forever. I mean, speaking of passion, like all I ever wanted to do when I was growing up is work in television. I wanted to be on SNL. I wanted to work at the, like uh, Comedy Central. I wanted everything to do with comedy. And then like now it wasn't working out. Like it wasn't, I wasn't as happy as I thought it would make me. Yeah. Which is like a realization that I refuse to come to terms with i think yeah because it was that first dream you had yeah and it was just sort of like oh this isn't mm-hmm. what i thought it was going to be or what i wanted right everyone's cutthroat people like are like not everyone i'd say the staff was fantastic about two people on the staff sucked and like those are the two people that i worked for and so like uh that was just like a thing where i was just like i'm just not here yet and then uh about three and a half years into working at the show uh steven announced that he was going to be moving on to the late show yeah and uh and so then for a year it was just anxiety for i'd say like everyone on the staff but then i was feeling it hardcore and i think that caused a lot like my anxieties just caused a lot of like like coming to like fighting with james and like yeah and the fact that work and your relationship are both on top like you can have that separation it was exactly it was all the same everything was like on everything was the same like we still had like a lot of fun together and like it, it was also fun because, like, our relationship was technically a secret at the Colbert Report. Like, really, oh, okay. we never really told anybody. Interesting. And so, like, we became official on Facebook when the show ended. And it was like, everyone's like, we had no <laughs> idea. And it was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> That's funny. Um, it was fun. But, um, yeah, when the show ended, uh, 
everyone was taken over to the new show except for me because I worked for the woman who could make those choices and she was one of those women who like I did not seem to get along with or she did not care she didn't like me oh so yeah yeah so there was three people who weren't invited to the new show and that I think was the first heartbreak that I've ever felt uh and it felt like a breakup like I listened to songs that were technically meant for breakup songs like I listened I would go for I deal with my issues by running miles and miles and miles and so James was taking over the new show and I think he felt like I don't know what to do like how can I help you like he was very supportive and like um you know tried his best but like I think that that flip of my world uh began this whole three-year like change after change after change and I think like now I'm hitting a point where I'm just like I I can't I can't take anymore (laughs) I need things to seem steady or like at least to like move in a direction that's like I want to start at the beginning and like continue like I don't want I'm, I'm done with like so much shifting of change um because shortly after losing my job at the Colbert Report James had moved in with me which is another big change yeah uh and I I was like we were already having like some issues and I think a lot of it had to do with me like what do I do with my life now my what's my purpose what's my what's the point um and James moving in I like didn't want him to feel hurt or bad that I was like I, I didn't know if that was the right move yet um and because I like to make people happy I was like do it <laughs> um but then I didn't help him move in that day um because I was like too afraid to I guess I just didn't want and so he had moved in and I wasn't there to help him do it because I was like an asshole like there's so many things I regret about like how I treated him in certain, like the last year of our relationship uh, the last like yeah um but we lived together and like that became very nice and comfortable yeah um like uh I like remember the things that like I actually really enjoyed about him living with me was that like I would try to go to bed early because I would be getting up early to go running and he I bought him these headsets so he could play his video games we had a couch in my room and so he could play video games like because he's a late he's like to stay up later and wake up later and I like to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier and so he would play video games and I would just like kind of go to sleep to like the gentle sound of like <laughs> which is like the whatever he was doing they were like fighting and you could hear yeah, him like, you're the, like it's yeah through the headphones. so it wasn't super loud but it's like <laughs> and then like the flashing of whatever like game he was playing or if it was fifa it was like <laughs> you know, like just like how i know any names in soccer now is because i just, just heard them whatever. from fifa yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so like those were like things that i like really enjoyed and like that felt like home yeah way. like it that started becoming a comfort as much as at know. first it was probably annoying to fall asleep to that then it was like something you got used to yeah and, yeah and like so yeah and then there was like a one month in the summer after he'd moved in where i was like we need a break and i made him like so i uh, he moved into another three-bedroom apartment with me okay and so one of my roommates moved out so there was an extra bedroom where we just threw so much crap yeah and I like made him sleep in there for like a while. And then he found a, a sublet for a month. And so he lived somewhere else. And I just remember, yeah, that was like something I had missed, like going to sleep and not hearing those like video games or not hearing like some of that kind of stuff. And um, and also being like, do you want to go to yoga this morning? Or like, do you want to meet me for this? Or do you want to go for a run? Or like those things are just like when you have to like deal with a new reality, it's it's tough. And like you try to go back to like your old reality, even if it feels a little bit wonky. Yeah, there was this part of you that like felt that you needed to go back to this other life, mm-hmm. but this life that you had was still there and still like comfortable yeah. and you were like, "Oh, I still like these parts of things even though I know that it's probably not healthy for me to be living this life with this person where yeah. I'm not like feeling the way I should feel." Right. There was yeah, it was a lot of like this person is fantastic, like he loves me, I absolutely love him. Um something still doesn't feel right. 
Yeah, that I mean, that's got to be really tough when yeah. you both know that you have such strong feelings for mm-hmm. each other, but then there's this other part of you, like, even though I feel this, I know that this isn't the right thing for me. Yeah. And having to, like, have that conversation Which with somebody. I've, yeah, we had a lot. And I, I don't, you don't, how do you have that conversation? Like, what do you say? What do you talk about? Like, right? You don't, so you just, you kind of just talk in circles and, like, because, like, it's, like, I love him. Like, I still do. Like, I absolutely care about everything. But it's, yeah. like, how do you even have that conversation, you know? Yeah, I think it's a very difficult conversation to have because you're basically, like, I don't have anything against you, but right. I don't want to be with you. Yeah. And it's, like, well, then the person can't but help but be, like, well, something has to be wrong. Right. But. Yeah. He moved back in after that month off. um, And we were together for about a year after that. Oh, wow. If I have my dates correct. Like, yeah, it was in the like in May and then the following May. A lot had been like a lot of, again, had happened throughout that year. And it was like a Monday night and our bagel shop downstairs had been open for 24 hours. Like it had just been it just turned 24 hours. And. uh, But it only stayed that way for like three months because like the only people who were getting bagels was me and James. <laughs> like at you were midnight. Keeping it yeah. Open. Um, and I live above it. And so like I came home and James was like in bed and he's like, hey, I want to go downstairs and get a bagel. Do you want anything? And I was like, no, I want to break up. And like that was the first time like those words had actually come out of my mouth. And then that happened. Yeah. So it happened like that was different. Like I remember going to Megawatt because like Avalanche practiced on Monday and I remember going to Megawatt on Wednesday. And I think like telling Chris Dwayne and just being like, yeah, I broke up with James. Yeah. Anyway, so like, let's do a show. Like, telling like, like your improv fuck, team yeah. that like, hey, by mm-hmm. the way, I just had this big breakup and yeah. now we're going to do a show. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, and like the like like another big transition, like I, I broke up with James and like because uh, uh, I like fell in love with a woman and like that was another thing that was had been something like, I guess, brewing in like the back of my mind for a long time but yeah and that that like then was like a whole nother two years after that so so yeah there was there wasn't something that it was like an active thing that was like pulling you away from james but it was sort of like in the back of your there was like part of it was oh i feel this other thing yeah like at that point was it like towards a specific person it was towards a a specific person um at that point but it had not been feeling right with James for a very long time. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason. And like, I think a lot of it had to do with just, I was shifting a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, you were still in that change point yeah. of your life of still trying to figure out what to do with your job mm-hmm. and then these other things that were happening. Exactly. And like, to be fair, like, I probably shouldn't have been with anybody in these shifting points. Like, but that's like, again, who says, who's to know how you're supposed to actually behave? Or, oh, yeah. Like, you're just trying to figure it out. Well, yeah, I think it's like even I think it's like you could always kind of be figuring stuff out with your life. And even yeah. there's been times when I'm like, oh, I need to figure something out and just like stay alone for a while and be alone for a while. And then it's like something comes up and then you just like find yourself in a situation that you're like, well, I didn't expect this to happen. Yeah, and I probably still need to work out things with my life. But. Now there's this person and mm-hmm. yeah, there's not, there's no like rules on how to properly do any of this stuff. <laughs> it's funny hearing you say that. Cause like I've been telling like some of my friends, I'm like, no, I've shut, I've shut this down. This business is closed for repairs. This shit needs some work. It's going to like be uh, completely unopened for a while. I've done that. I mean, I have done that. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's like, and I've been like, yeah, I think it was like a year, year and a half where I shut everything yeah, down and I was just like, down. okay, I'm figuring out <laughs> yeah. my shit. Mm-hmm. 
And then, yeah, and then I was kind of like, okay, I'm open for business again. Right. And then nobody was standing there. Like, I opened the doors and, like, it was No empty. one wanted a sandwich. Yeah, you're like, like, what the damn, fuck? I <laughs> this was going to be, but yeah, I think yeah. that's, like, part of the process is you're, like, figuring it out. And, and it's, like, the, even the question, like, oh, my God, I guess I've, I've been so existential in the last, like, bunch of months uh, where you're just, like, what even is figuring it out? What am I looking for for yeah. my, it's like, it, like, I'm not even, like, the what am I looking for is not directed towards a specific thing, but you're just, like, why? <laughs> Yes. What's the point? Yeah, and I think it's like probably us being around the same age. It's like definitely an age thing mm-hmm. of like getting to a point in your life where you're like, oh, I need to be sort of an adult in society. And like, what does that mean right. for me? Yeah. And it's like different for everybody, mm-hmm. but just figuring out like what your role is in all of that. Yeah. And yeah, that seems like a big thing to kind of try to figure out too while you're being like, oh, should I date anybody or should I just like keep to myself? Right. And- Try to figure out this one problem at a time. Exactly. Yeah. But which is why I'm putting so much work into my room. <laughs> the lemon tree. The lemon tree. You're going like all in on the lemon tree. It's all about the lemon tree. But yeah, I mean. And anyway. so, yeah, like when you kind of fell for this other person, mm-hmm. how did that change everything? Because that, so that was kind of like the first person since this kind of yeah. person in your life who was all the firsts in your life. And now. Mm-hmm feeling this again for a second person like how did it's that a feel? bunch of different firsts yeah it's a very different firsts and it was a very different relationship but and it was hard because i was still trying to i mean it was hard for many reasons the that new relationship um but like i very much still cared about how james was doing and like what his situation was and he like it, it took a long time for us to actually like be okay i think like i just I felt guilty for so many reasons, like one for like kind of jumping into this relationship, jumping into like a person. It was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like I jumped into a relationship. We didn't have a relationship for a while after that, but like jumped into a person um, so soon after breaking up with James, which I think is so evil um but yeah. also natural but I think it's and like it a, yeah it's like, like such a classic way to cope with this scenario exactly. it's like i can't deal with these feelings so i'm just gonna kind of ignore them exactly. and let somebody else fill this void in my life yeah it feels it feels evil to all people involved like yes you know the person yeah, that the, you've broken up with the person that you're trying to like have love you and then yourself <laughs> yeah because you know, <laughs> you know for that new person that you're not really in a place where you could actively get that love that right they're probably seeking from you in a way of like or whatever they're yeah. seeking from you but it's like you're not fully there yeah because you're still like or you're to... there for like very weird and i'd say like different reasons yes. i guess like i don't know like i cause i would say like in my head i was like there but for that new person yeah, like, yeah, i yeah. wanted that new person and i like but uh it wasn't right and i refused to see that i think because I want, like, it, those kind of reasons, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you felt like you were fully there and doing it for the right reasons. And then it right. kind of, like, took you a while to be like, this is not a good situation for me to be in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like is hard to do if you just throw yourself into mm-hmm. that, right? It's kind of like. Yeah. Because uh, you, like, when you need to, like, plus, like, you know, she was my friend, too. And, like, uh, you like it's one of those things where you're just like, I should really work on, like, figuring stuff out before like i'm not like because if i like if you figure and like again what are you figuring out but like there's times where it's just like when big things change in your life you need to kind of like adjust to that real like i was talking to someone yesterday and they were telling me about like 
you know, it's like waking up each morning and being like, oh, I'm living like after like a breakup or after like a, a being fired or something like you have to wake up every morning and adjust to the reality that is now your reality. Yeah, you have to have that one moment of reset of being like, oh, this is where oh, I'm this at. is what my life is like. Yeah. Now, because I'm so that. used to it being this other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't think you did that? No, and I don't think I've done that for a long time. <laughs> so I think currently <laughs> so now right finally... now I'm trying to do that. <laughs> So. Yeah, it's like waking up every day and being like, okay, this is where I am. Yep. This is where I want to be tomorrow or next week or right. whatever. And just like try to yeah. deal with that. Yeah. Um, so like, uh, so, uh, like I'm, a, uh, I'm a yoga teacher and yeah. I get very like, you, you go to classes all the time. I do a lot of yoga. Um, you hear like a lot, bunch of your yoga friends talk about certain things. And I've like come to like the big buzzwords that you hear in the yoga community are like, let it go or like um like self-care all these kind of things and i've always been like what the fuck does that mean um i'm currently like living in a situation of just like let it be i'm not trying to let anything go right now because if you let it go then you don't deal with it and i think like there's so much of like this um whole thing of just like people come to yoga and they say just like let your stuff go let it go and i'm like i first of all i'm moving and moving is my best form of like actually problem solving so like i'm going to like sit with something that exists yes. in my life yeah and like let that be what it is right now and just move move it and then see how that feels and maybe you'll come up with like a solution or a different way of thinking about it that's positive and not necessarily just you trying to ignore something and so i'm kind of like in this whole scenario of just like letting it be so currently like with my friendship with jimmy like with my jimmy and now i'm calling him jimmy no, just <laughs> i just did it now because you're friends now oh my just... god we're friends now it's the it's the less <laughs> you're formal the friend name. <laughs> yeah uh with like my like breakup which isn't very recent with this other person but like the the um with the, the shell shock i guess from it is still pretty recent yeah you're still kind of dealing with the effects yeah. of fully kind of it feels like with with james you kind of didn't let yourself fully process it because you just kind of like jumped into this other thing yeah. and now it's almost the opposite where it's just sort of the fact that you didn't jump into anything else, it's taken a long, a little bit of time for it to all like kick in in a way, yeah. right? Like you're, because you were probably dealing with the, the breakup of it for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then you're like finally getting to the point where you're like, okay, I can like pick myself back up again. That's where I'm at. Yep. Yeah. I'm at the pick myself up back up kind of thing. Uh, like trying not to let it rule. Uh let it be like let my feelings for everything like be what they are and be like okay with yeah and be like these are valid these feelings are valid feelings like and... there's feelings that come up of just like you know like i'll sit and i'll be like god like you know like it'd be cool if things were different um but that they aren't you know what i mean and not that things are different with like the like it'd be cool if like i could have made things work with james or it'd be cool if like i could have made things work with this other person or it'd be cool if i could uh make things work with any of the other people that i've like kind of casually hooked up with since yeah the breakups which made you make you just feel like so small <laughs> yeah i've never been good at doing that yeah i just i like, can't i can't i don't do that so. i just get too emotionally invested in people and oh. then it's like hard I, it's like that's people... kind of the opposite like to, because if i don't if i'm not emotionally invested i, I well that's the thing yeah. it's like if i'm not that's, i guess what that's you're saying. What, like if i i can't i can't just like have a casual thing with somebody because if yeah. my head isn't there, then it's like I don't. It doesn't matter. Exactly. To me. Yeah. And it's like yeah. So that's always been a hard thing for me to Same. like. People will be like, yeah, just go and like hook up with somebody. I'm like, I don't. That's yeah. not how my brain works. Yeah. There'll be nights where I'll go. Like, my friends will be like, let's go trolling, and I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, I feel I so I awful. Like, <laughs> and you're like, I'm cool. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna dress like crazy, and then go out. And then you're like, 
I'm going to go home and like get my Ben and Jerry's or my Van Leeuwen and just be happy here. <laughs> yes. It's like not that's like not the space that I am comfortable. Yeah. Is that element. But it's like that. I think that's a good thing mm-hmm. to know about yourself. At least you know that. And it's you know a, that, yeah. like, what you're because I never uh, like college is like a different story. I was like I had so many other <laughs> issues in college. Like I was very depressed in college and my sister was sick and I just ignored any sort of the social Get, like fun of college so like I didn't have any like relationships I didn't have any like so very recently have I experienced like the idea of what it's like to like yeah you're having up. your college years right now a little bit I'm like, having like all of those years I felt like I've gone through my angsty teen years in the last two three years I've gone through my college years in the last three years and yeah so like, you're just you're having it all happen yeah at once tomorrow I'll be 40 and then yeah and, <laughs> yeah. Then, and then all of a sudden you'll just <laughs> exactly. be on the other side of it yeah it's oh, great. this is like an old woman now. What mm-hmm. happened? Yeah. I mean, there's always been a small portion of old lady in me. Yeah. But. Which, yeah, that's, but that's, yeah, yeah. You just like fully embrace it and all of a sudden it's you're going. just like. <laughs> are, are there things that you, I mean, it seems like there are like things that you love and things that you know that these are the things that I want to keep in my life in some way or these are the things I want to like follow in mm-hmm. my life. You have those things. I do. And it's hard. Like I've actually had um one of my, my best friends is um, I think she's like super rad because she's very motivated and she's very um, she's like a, a go getter. She's success is like her, the name of the game for her. She's going to be super successful because she's such a hard worker. Um, and then and we've been friends since eighth grade. So like we've kind of known each other and like all of our different behaviors. Um, but she's also someone who can like listen to what I say and then like call me out on my bullshit. And I was telling her, like, I was kind of, like, in a, like, one of those, like, droopy states where I was, like, I'm going to get dark with her and just be, like, what do I want? Like, where's my life going? What are my passions? And I don't feel like I have a strong, uh, like, urge for any sort of career because there's nothing that I can actually, like, solidify or focus on. And all I want is a partner and, like, all these kind of things. And she's just, like, like the way she's, like, snap the fuck out of it. What do you mean you want to part with? You're going to believe like this is exactly how you're going to be. You're just going to be bored for the rest of your life. And just like gave me and I was like kind of like sitting in like a shy corner, like a scolded dog being like, OK, like I'm going to argue with her just because I need to create my dignity. But she's absolutely right. Yeah. Um. But and it's, and like, it's like nice hearing that from people sometimes. Yeah. Just be like when you get in those weird spots where you're like, I don't know what I want. I because want- also it's like not true. Like I know, like, yeah. you know, like the thing is, like, I'm just being sad right now versus like the sad that like the fact that like oh i do have passions like i yes there are things i absolutely like want to follow and like go for and it's just now like focusing like just it's it's again like rearranging your reality starting to begin to focus like where what i want my like day-to-day to look like um and again like a lot of it is like letting it be right now so like how i am just trying to figure it out like i know like the the big things in my life tend to be like yoga and food and comedy and those are the three things that I like typically focus on. Um, yeah, and, and it's nice to have those constants yeah. that you can come back to mm-hmm. when you do get in these other places of like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I don't know if I need to find somebody. I don't know right. what I need to do with my life. And it's like, okay, I have these things that I know that yeah. exist in my life that I can go to. Exactly. And I, you go there as far as like, like the, yeah, the finding somebody of something, like I'm trying not to think about that. I'm like, just because like, I'm like, probably like right now is not a good time to be in a relationship for me like I recognize that uh but I like will get to the point of starting to think about something of just like how do people even find people like 
I don't do the app. I, I mean, I go on them and I swipe mindlessly and then I'm like, these are the worst things ever. And I'm not, yeah. I'm never going to meet these people. And if I do, like, I'm not going to be interested, but like, like, where do you even begin to meet people? And like, how will they know? Or, and like, what kind of, com- what, are they going to be in my community? Like, that's, she's the shitty weird about that. Like, in my head, like you're friends with somebody for a really long time first, date them. And then yeah. like, yeah, break up. Like, that's been my experience. Yeah. But, like you're the method that you've done so yeah. far to this point in your life. But so like just trying to like turn my focus away constantly from the horrors of like thinking I'm dying alone to like, uh, well, if you have a career like, you know, it's like sounds so like weird because like everybody else goes through like that kind of thing. Yeah. Just like but so much of the times like I talk about my feelings or like any of those kind of things at the end, like when I leave that conversation with somebody, a friend uh like this probably like whenever I leave those kind of like I think back and I'm just like you sound insane like you sound like you're a crazy person who just like can't get over a particular thing or you sound like a crazy person who's like uh trying constantly to like like articulate what has happened in the last three years and like why it has happened and like what like I go oh god I love therapy I go all the time like like it's a lot of just like trying to figure out why I am the way that I am and why I've been behaving the way that I've been behaving yeah and uh in the process of that I think I can come off as like rather nuts <laughs> but i think it's there's it's it's very hard yeah. to condense like the entire kind of major essence of the last three years of your life into like a 20 30 minute conversation it's not for sure so it's like it, it's not something that yeah it's just like a quick like oh this is this neat little bow of a box yeah. and like this is my life it's like that's yeah. and i think that's true of a lot of people's lives i don't think that's something that you could just be like this is it yeah and I feel like if you can, it's almost like, well, then that's kind of boring. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and like people deal with that. Like they're, they're, everyone's going through this like breakdown of like, like all of these thoughts. I break it down by like saying it out loud over and over again, which in like, uh, like <laughs> whether it be like through like long text messages or like letters to like the people I've loved or like, uh, like journal entries or like. Uh, I have notes on my phone or like even calling, like even just talking it. I need to like put it out so I can read it again or see it again or just like say it. Um, and like that's starts to begin the process. And it's, I, I see where it's tiresome for many people, but it's, yeah, it's all part of this whole idea of just trying to figure it out so that you can like do better. Yeah. No. And I think what you just said makes a lot of sense. And that's kind of how I do think, even with like when I'm like putting a story together first, uh, like to tell it at an event or something, it's mm-hmm. like, I'll go through it in my head a few times and then all of a sudden like something will click and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's what I was dealing with at that time. And I didn't even realize, but just me saying the story enough times, like I figured out. Yeah. And so it feels like the same way of like you kind of having to go back and being like, mm-hmm. all right, what what was happening with me here? And then like find those yeah. patterns by going back through them. Yeah. We're all very heady. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm very much like I, yeah. anybody who knows me well knows that I'm like very in my head yeah. and do that all the time. So people's like, to, like, uh, they're like, you're just like your head is telling you all these stories. And I was like, for a reason, though. Yeah, there's something there. There's something there. Like, sure, my head might be making stuff up, but like it didn't it's not like out of it's not the the, the writings of some crazy like <laughs> yeah. like syphilitic brain or whatever. I don't know why that came up, but like it's there there for a reason. I've like seen things and like it triggers something that I'm starting to think about. And then I'm like, there's a point. What's the point? Let me figure it out. Yeah, you're like at a detective board with a bunch of this yarn trying to like connect the pictures. Oh my God, so I'm totally crazy because all those detectives <laughs> like the are nuts. from Homeland. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. 
that's it. <laughs> but I'm just figuring it out for like my emotions. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. you are you're still operating in the world. It's yep. just like you need to just have that for yourself. Mm-hmm. I need I need you're right. I do need a board with yarn. <laughs> Let's put it next to the lemon tree. Oh my god, Beyonce and my board of yarn. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Brian. Um, if people wanna like find out more about things you do online or in the world, like what are some stuff that people can find out about you on the internet or well, uh uh I'm perform every week on Wednesdays with my team Bodywork at Magnet Theater uh, or with my indie team uh, Lack Lobster randomly. Um, and then I'm going to have a website very soon that the wonderful Alex Kornfeld is helping me build Ooh. or he's building it for me um, because he's awesome. <laughs> uh, and that will have uh, once that's up and running, I'll probably post about it to my Instagram and my Facebook. Uh, but you can find out where like where I teach yoga and uh, mostly about my cooking stuff if you want to have me cook anything for you or just to see pictures of food those are the places that will be online just find me <laughs> cool yeah well thank you so much yeah this was a delight thank you this is how we love this is how we fight for something that's right love hurts is produced hosted and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. This last week has been a tough one for me and for other fans of the band Frightened Rabbit. On Thursday, their lead singer Scott Hutchinson's body was found off the coast of his hometown in Scotland. Scott's someone who's been public about his mental health issues, and his music has been something that's helped many other people also struggling with things like anxiety and depression. There have been countless times I've listened to his music to feel less alone, and the news that he took his own life has been hard for myself and other fans to hear. If you're ever struggling and need support, you can call 1-800-273-8255. We'll miss you, Scott. You made tiny changes to Earth. Here's a preview of what you'll hear next week. And I ended up telling my dad about him during that visit home. And I didn't go into great detail, but I did say, like, he doesn't have family in the United States. And... Like, he doesn't see his brother, and my dad said, a guy like that is going to be hard to get rid of. And doggone it if that didn't play out in (laughs) multiple ways. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.